Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Elliott. Very excited today. We have a good friend of mine, Mr. Kevin Hamilton. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Dude, I am blessed. It's an awesome Sunday. I'm, I'm very excited to have you on here today. So thank you for taking your time out to, to be able to pour into the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for it. So I know, you know, you just started a few years ago, but you have tremendous amount of experience. You're here in San Diego. You're crushing it so far, you know, in the real estate game. There's been a lot of little teeny things looking back that you could have, you know, changed a little bit that, uh, that you would have done differently to really progress even further or to cut the learning curve in half. So we definitely want to share some of those experiences with uh, some of the listeners out there that are just getting started. But this is a very competitive market. And a lot of people make the excuses of like, you know, I can't invest over here, it's too much money, you know, uh, not enough deals, what have you. So I really want to just dive into all those limited beliefs and how the hell you are doing it. First and foremost, for anybody out there that doesn't know exactly who you are, do you mind just diving into, you know, who you are, where you come from, and, uh, and how you got started in real estate? Yeah, definitely. Uh, So like Brandon said, my name is Kevin Hamilton. I am the CEO of Excel Homes located here in San Diego. Um, I am uh, in the business with my dad, Gary. Uh, So we uh, do fix and flip investing uh, here in San Diego. So buying properties below market value, renovating them, bringing them up to uh, today's standards that uh, today's buyers are looking for, and then uh, putting them back on the market at market value. So um, a little background about me. Uh, Originally from Michigan, uh, family moved to San Diego when I was eight. So I've uh, lived in Southern California area uh, most of my life. Went to uh, college at UC Santa Barbara, got my degree in accounting. I uh, worked in public accounting for three years after that, got my uh, CPA license during that time. Uh, I was in Orange County, the Irvine area uh, during that time, then uh, ended up moving it back down here, decided that uh, public accounting, auditing specifically, was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I uh, decided to uh, you know think about like uh, other avenues to explore and uh, came across this uh, job listing for a company uh, called Fortune Builders that was, that's involved in uh, the real estate industry. And, you know, real estate was always kind of an area that I uh, had some interest in. So, uh, yeah, I uh, ended up working for them and turns out that uh, it is one of the largest real estate education companies in the country. And so essentially what's, they do. They uh, teach people uh, all areas of real estate investing. The owners got their starts, at, uh, you know, flipping homes uh, in the uh, New Haven, Connecticut area. But uh, eventually, uh, two of them are from California and decide that they want to 
move back here because uh, the weather here is a lot nicer, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, I ended up uh, uh, working for them and uh, just seeing like all their systems and how they uh, teach their students and all the success that they were having. And so uh, I decided like, you know, this is a no brainer. I need to get involved in some way to uh, just increase my knowledge and my education in the uh, real estate. And so, yeah, my dad and I signed on for uh, what they call their mastery program, which is uh, the uh, the coaching and education program that uh, students all over the country invest in to, to become better educated real estate investors. So yeah, we, uh, we started in the, the mastery program four years ago and uh, yeah, we've been, uh, been going at it ever since. I love it. So these guys had, uh, first of all, the, the owners there, uh, what is it? JD, Paul, uh, yeah. fan. And Conrad. And Conrad. Yeah. And, and these guys, they had that famous show back in the day. Um, flip yeah. that house. Yeah. They were on flip this house. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and basically they just, they built those systems. They really got it organized and, and they're just action takers like crazy. Uh, found their passion in real estate, found their passion as well in the education realm because it, it, they grew their education side of the business to be, like you said, one of the biggest in the nation, which yeah. is tremendous. I know a lot of my good friends, uh, including yourself, are, are all in fortune builders. Um, so, you know, they're, and having tremendous success. So that obviously speaks uh, a lot of depth right there. So basically you, you were doing accounting for these guys, like hand in hand, very close with these guys oh, on, yeah. on a regular basis for many years. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, over time, it's, it's kind of like you, you're, you're an analytical thinker to a certain degree because you're, you're all about the numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when, but when you're seeing all these numbers and like constantly over and over these deals being done by these guys, uh, there's a tremendous amount of motivation right there. Yeah, absolutely. There, uh, and uh, you know, some of the deals that they were doing, you know, I'd, you know, when a property would sell, I'd uh, do the final accounting for it, you know, closing the books on the yeah. property. And, uh, you know, some, sometimes the uh, profits on one of these deals was uh, more than my annual salary. Yeah. And so they're, and when they're uh, cranking out uh, a couple of deals a month, then it's like, yeah, this <laughs> that I uh, want to get my hands on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this might work. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it, sure. it's uh, it, it's at the end of the day, it's all in the numbers, and there's a lot of motivation. And uh, I think something that's really cool is basically you're right there in the prime center of all these tremendous leaders that are constantly taking action, making a difference in millions of people, you know, on, on a regular basis nationwide. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like the rule of thumb, you know. The, the five people that you hang out with the most, you are the average of them because yep. whatever they had, you definitely caught. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think also just uh, being in that environment too, like uh, I know that's um, for a lot of people out there who are getting started, it's, it, it can be very overwhelming and yes. you know, there's going to be times when you have that self doubt, like, you know, this isn't going to work for me. Like, what am I doing here? But it's actually like working closely with those guys and seeing what they built. It's, you know, it's just, uh, give, keeps that 
that fire going and uh, helps you realize that, yeah, you know what, this is hard work, but it's something that can be done. And so it, when in doubt, just keep in mind that there's, uh, you know, tens of thousands of people all over the country who are doing it. So that's right. So now I'm sure you've seen a lot of, well, I don't know how many, but, uh, but overall, I'm sure you've seen some uh, learning curves of their own, you know, yeah. when they're constantly doing the business. So was that helpful for you? Did you learn from their mistakes? Uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, fortunately, they didn't make too many mistakes. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, otherwise, they wouldn't uh, be where they're at. Where they're well, at. Uh, yeah. I mean, they made mistakes early on, but that's kind of, uh, you know, tailored their uh, learning curriculum to help people avoid those mistakes. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's always going to be some mistakes that are made along the way, because there's, uh, I mean, there's so many variables that go into uh, to actually renovating a house. And there could be, you know, something that uh, you didn't plan for, that uh, you didn't anticipate when you were going into the project that comes up while, like, while you're actually doing it. And it's like, Oh crap. Now uh, we have to address this issue. Yeah. We, we just ran into uh, on a fix and flip we have down here in San Diego. We just ran into an issue with a little bit of foundation and, and termite issue. And just also like the, the ground is sinking. So we need to fix that issue. It's a, it was a $5,000 problem. We, uh, we had to overcome yesterday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, unexpectedly. So yeah. uh, also running into some stupid things like, um, just some permits that, you know, I wasn't even aware of that we needed to pull on certain little things. Um, so being educated on all these things and learning as you go, but also learning from other people like that you're surrounding yourself with. I probably, if I would have asked some of these questions up front to some other experts, a lot of my friends, um, yeah. like yourself, I probably would have, uh, not ran into some of these issues, but, but nevertheless, you know, just keep going, keep on going. For sure. For sure. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of your deals because I know you've done uh, about a handful of deals right now and um, you got started a, a few years ago, a couple of years ago. And um, basically you and your dad partnered up to, to join the education mm -hmm. uh, process with fortune builders. You yep. did the education for about a year, correct? That's correct. And then you really started like, hey, we soaked in all the education. Let's take some action on this stuff and let's start running with it. How did you pick your own backyard with, with San Diego? And, you know, all the excuses that so many people out there give when it comes down to, you know, how am I going to get the money for these half a million dollar properties or, or even more? Um, and, uh, and the limited amount of deals out there you know, how fierce it is out here. You know, how, how are you getting these deals? Let me, I guess, dive into that one at a time. So yeah. how did we choose uh, to just invest here in San Diego? Uh, yep. Because it is our backyard and we're here. That's right. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's uh, how most people uh, really do get started is just because, you know, it's, they can see it, touch it, smell it, hopefully not taste it, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to taste it trust me <laughs> you don't want that. but uh yeah i mean uh, just because you know it's it, it's here we um we also uh go to you know local uh real estate investor uh meetings ria groups as they're called and just, you know because 
other, there's a lot of other people who are investing right here too. So it's always good to, uh, to connect with those people and to uh, just learn from them also. And, you know, and you never know when, when uh, those relationships will maybe uh, provide uh, value further down the road. And uh, this uh, is a perfect segue into how we did our first deal, which is, uh, you know, within our first year, we were just learning. We were still, you know, putting offers out on properties, but, you know, no, nothing was, um, things were either just weren't sticking or we would uh, put a house under contract and then uh, doing our due diligence process, realizing that, it wasn't a good deal, so we'd back out of it. Uh, but our first deal came about uh, through another investor who we got to know just by going to uh, these monthly meetings. And uh, this guy is uh, was a retired Marine, and my dad uh, served in the Marine Corps uh, way back when. So they instantly bonded over that uh, and just talking with, uh, with him more and more, he just approached us uh, at one of these meetings and said, hey, I have this, uh, this house under contract. Uh, I, I need gap funding for it. Mm. Uh, so he had, you know, he had his uh, hard money loan in place, but needed the, um, the remaining you know, uh, 25% or so uh, to, to actually close on the deal. Yeah. And he said, you know, I know that you guys have uh, been looking around and uh, haven't uh, gone a deal yet. Uh, would you be interested in doing a joint venture with me? And yeah, we said, yeah, absolutely. So uh, how that worked is uh, we basically just brought in the uh, gap funding for the property. And as instead of being just a private lender who's just sits there passively uh, earning an interest rate, we actually... Uh, were part of um, part of the project, so we uh, were essentially equity partners. In yeah, you took the equity side instead yeah. of debt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, we uh, we uh, were actually involved with the project. Uh, you know, my dad is retired, so he has uh, more time on his hands than uh, what I <laughs> what I did at the time, and uh, or still do. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was there. You know, um, like a couple days a week. Yeah. And uh, I had to go out there, you know, on the weekends to check out the progress and just really, you know, get our hands dirty with it. So that's, uh, that's kind of how, uh, how our first deal came about. So it really just, um, it's, it helps it, having those connections and going to those, uh, uh, monthly meetings like the RIA groups, uh, and yeah, networking with people, uh, you know, there's that, there's the saying that I know that you've heard it. I'm sure a lot of uh, your listeners have heard it. That's your, uh, your net worth equals your net worth. And uh, yeah, that's very true because you never know when those connections will uh, actually uh, pay off for you sometime down the road. It's so true. You know, I mean, networking, I love seeing you at all the events as well. You know, we constantly run into each other. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like when you are networking, getting your face out there, you know, and letting people know what you're doing, what you're passionate about and seeing how you can best serve them as well is yeah. tremendous because you can build that bond. You can build that connection and everybody has something to give as well as to receive from people. So it's, it's yeah. a mutual win-win situation. 
yeah, definitely. And, and uh, yeah, along with that too, just uh, I know that we've uh, referred um, our main contractor who uh, we've worked with for the last couple deals, like we've referred them to other uh, investors as well when when we didn't have a project going on. And yeah, he's worked out very well for those people. So yeah, it's definitely, um, it, it's a very interesting industry because uh, there's a lot of, uh, it's not, it is competitive, but there's also a lot of, uh, of helping out with other people too. Yeah. I think you, you guys have got several deals now from, uh, from network, uh, realty, right? We, uh, actually just got one deal from them that we actually closed on. They yeah. still, uh, they still send us, uh, stuff, uh, all yeah. the time, just, uh, send us leads, but a lot of times, uh, the numbers just, don't uh, quite work out. The deal ends up being a little too thin for us. Um, we did just uh, we did do one with them, which was our uh, our last project that we just uh, completed at the end of last year uh, in Oceanside, California. For people who are listeners who are in the San Diego area, you know where that is. People other elsewhere in the country are like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we we ended up uh, buying uh, a property from them. They wholesaled it to us, uh, and that was a real quick turnaround. We uh, banged out the whole uh, rehab in three weeks, and it was uh, it was a pretty small house, so uh, you know we were able to get done quickly. But I think it was from uh, close of escrow when we bought it to close of escrow when we sold it. I think was only about seventy days. So that's really quick for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah i remember that that one deal in uh in north park i believe that you and i were looking at and uh and I, did you end up using the same contact from from that it was actually a different guy who's who, a different uh, guy yeah. Yeah. yeah they got so many like soldiers working on that company yeah they, they <laughs> definitely have a lot of troops on the ground that's for sure yeah you have to when you know you're in the wholesaling business and uh and really getting creative to get these leads yeah, absolutely. So if you don't mind, let's dive into some of these deals and, um, and, uh, just go over, you know, some of the numbers, if you don't mind, you know, what did, what did maybe your first or second deal look like? Um, you know, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah. Uh, so our first deal, uh, that was the one where we did the joint venture, like I just mentioned. Um, and that one, uh, turned out really well for us. Uh, you know, we, uh, we ended up, well, the house ended up uh, selling it at for $40,000 over asking price. <laughs> nice. was, this was this was also like during uh, kind of the peak of the market over the last few years. Well, not quite the peak, but it was. Yeah, it, it was going so up. Very know, it, was on, it was on a steady rise over the last several years. Now let me ask: when it when it came down to the comps, were were you guys listing it right at the comps, or or was it a little bit below to get that, you know, kind of rush of a lot of investors coming in to to mark it up high, or was there just something particular about this property that really stood out to make it like certain people really wanted this property, so they bid it up? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it's uh, more along. Uh, the uh the latter of that uh because the area was in its uh spring valley which is uh kind of more um i'll say like starter homes 
uh, yeah. really it's a more a more affordable area in San Diego. And uh, there's actually uh, a lot of uh, people who are in the military uh, buy out there. And uh, in fact, our uh, the buyer was actually a, a VA buyer. So okay. yeah, so uh, there were well, there were multiple offers on the property, uh, like the first day that went on sale. So I think um, I think it's just because it's a more affordable of an area uh, that's, you know, there's more buyers who are looking in that neighborhood, especially people who are, uh, you know, where it's going to be their first home that they're buying. And uh, also, uh, there's a lot of uh, older homes in that area that's uh, where people are, you know, that are rehabbing them and, uh, you know, making them look, uh, you know, more modern. So yeah. I think uh, just kind of what made it more attractive was that, you know, it, it was a renovated house uh, and there's a few other, there were a few other houses in the neighborhood that had been renovated. So it's, uh, the values are, were starting to go up just uh, based off of work that other investors had been doing. So, I love it. Yeah. Do you mind sharing the numbers with that, uh, with that particular deal? Like how much did you guys end up putting in? And uh, I mean, going forty thousand dollars over—that's that's an awesome surprise. Yeah, yeah, that that is an awesome surprise. So uh, we put um, sixty grand into it. Uh, yeah. That was our uh, equity contribution. And uh, interestingly enough, this uh, this is how you can get creative with some stuff. Uh, we did not have sixty grand in cash uh, between my dad and I, so uh, we decided to get a little creative with it. And uh, actually, what we ended up doing is uh, we leveraged our own personal credits to uh, <laughs> to uh, I love it. Yeah, to get that capital to invest. So um, we did a, a combination of just uh, cash advance advances from uh, personal credit cards, and then I also. Uh, got a personal loan through uh, one of those uh, sites. I think it was uh, through prosper.com or something like that. Okay. Nice. Me, you, now, now with the cash advances, um, was there promotional offers on them? Like 0% interest for the time being? Um, I don't think so. I think we just, <laughs> we were just at, uh, I, I have a, high limit on uh on a, this credit card i can uh, you guys are risk takers i love it so yeah, yeah i know and then actually look at looking back that would have been a much better way to do it yeah yeah i i me personally uh i'm not that much of a risk taker i only take out the cash advances if it's on a zero percent interest which they'll still typically charge on like a three percent fee but at least it's locked in for i think it's like 18 months um they have all different deals though out there depending on the situation so what's for, for you, how much did that interest end up uh, coming up to? Yeah, you know, I, I'd really have to look back through our uh, QuickBooks file to really dive into that. But uh, I mean, relative to what we ended up making, it was uh, not much. It probably uh, maybe mounted to like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks or so. Whereas where the, um, you know, and for to, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, for our our share of the profits, it was uh, definitely well worth it. I love it. Okay, cool. So let's let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this, um, because I know a lot of the listeners out there. Most of the listeners are either just getting started or intermediate, and um, and you know I know we've already come over the limited beliefs on 
you know, had to invest hard in a, I guess, a difficult, you know, saturated market like San Diego. Uh, you know, how you're getting your leads by networking and connecting with more people, getting your face out there <clears throat> and uh, and getting creative with raising money. I mean, you guys didn't have the 60. You guys came up with the 60 because when there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. Um, I know you guys have done some other creative things in, in uh, you know, recently as well with raising money, which it, it's at an awesome uh, stage in your life because, you know, when you can raise a quarter million dollars or more like that. It's, it's definitely a good feeling. You know, you're yeah. doing, you're doing something right, my friend. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let's dive into the meat uh, and potatoes of this and, and really just dive into like some learning curves because, you know, a lot of the listeners out there that are just getting started, I'm sure they can appreciate where you've come from and where you're, where you're headed and how they could, you know, learn from some of possibly your mistakes in the past that, that you wish you would have you know, been able to, uh, gone back and actually just redo a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, one, uh, big takeaway, uh, from this uh, last project that I was talking about in Escondido is, uh, really having, uh, good team members on your side and, uh, your team can be, you know, not just necessarily people who, uh, you employ or are working for you, but, um, people who are part of the whole process of buying or selling a house, whether that's, you know, a contractor or, title company, real estate agents, uh, what have you. And um, one uh, real key learning lesson from, uh, from this last one was the importance of having a good realtor on your team. Uh, guy in particular, we, uh, we gave him the listing on the back end because uh, he actually brought us the deal to begin with. This was uh, a bank-owned property, and uh, he... Yeah, you know, he he brought it to our attention. We ended up closing on it, and just kind of as part of uh, the back of, uh, well, kind of just part of the plan for uh, he scratched our back, so we scratched his by saying, "Oh yeah, we'll give you the back end listing." But uh, you have to kind of realize that not all agents are created equal, and uh, you really have to uh, have to vet them, have to set expectations for. Uh, what you want them to do for you. So it can um, really just be a smooth process because the quicker that you can sell the property, the, uh, you know, the more money that you can make, it only helps them because they get paid quicker and they couldn't possibly get paid more money. Of course. Uh, now, so I guess like starting over again, like what would you have done differently? Because it is very typical in, in the San Diego area that if, you know, a listing agent or an agent in general brings you a deal, like they'll, they'll typically ask you like, Hey, can I get this on the back end when you go to sell it? And to get that relationship to build it, uh, typically it's very, it's very natural to do that. Yeah. And you, you obviously want to foster those relationships. And uh, one thing that's, uh, that's just, you know, going into it, you should uh, uh, let them know what your expectation is for as far as like, you know, do they have a marketing plan? Like, are you going to do something more than just, you know, stick your sign in front of the house and uh, yeah. people to call you? 
Like, are, are you going to be, uh, you know, sending out flyers? Are you going to be doing uh, social media advertising? Are yep. you going to have um, brokers' caravans, open houses, things of that nature? And, uh, I mean, there, there were uh, open houses and all that, but uh, so we feel like there could have been more that's, uh, that could have been done to uh, help market this property, especially when it's um, a house that might be a little tougher to sell uh, and, you know, it, uh, or a higher price point where there's a smaller pool of buyers and, you know, it's not going to fly off the market, uh, you know, the weekend that it uh, goes on sale. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of other properties, typically, you know, when, when you really start getting more unique and diversifying into different atmospheres, like in this particular situation, this was more of a luxury uh, million dollar plus home. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you're cutting out a lot of the the middle class and lower class, obviously, that wouldn't be able to afford that. So it is more of a luxury type of yeah, 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 absolutely. And you're you're not targeting a first time home buyer. Uh, you know, when someone's uh, someone's willing to spend over a million dollars on a home, they know what they want. Yeah, obviously. So you know, they're uh, they want uh, they're looking for certain things, and uh, so it really helps to have. A, a good agent on your side to really help market the property and to find those niche buyers who, you know, they're out there. Of they course. Be made aware that uh, of your property and that, uh, you know, this is a good product and, you know, this might be a house that you should really uh, consider. Very true. I also love how you mentioned earlier about like really identifying who your end buyer is, the avatar of who that exact person is. I, I think that aligns very well, especially in this situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's, that's really something that uh, some advice that I would offer for people who are just getting started is uh, when you go to look at a property, yeah. really consider like who is the end buyer going to be because it's real easy to get really excited about a deal like oh yeah the numbers work out yeah let's let's do this we're gonna make some money but you really have to uh kind of i guess check yourself and really uh, take it uh into consideration the big picture like yes it probably uh is a good deal but you have to really uh visualize who is going to end up buying this house once uh the renovations are all done and you're putting it back on the market yeah so true I couldn't say it any better, honestly. Um, cool. So let's talk for a second about you raising money because lately you've been raising a ton of money on some big deals and obviously that, that really adds a lot of credibility to your guys' brand, your name, and your past experience yeah. because it's all starting to compound and really, you know, it's easier you know, I'm not in your shoes, so so I can't say it's easier, but I'm sure it's getting a little bit, you know, building momentum of, of raising money, and it's slowly, you know, it's not like uphill anymore. It's starting yeah. to become a little bit more gradually easier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, you know, at first it's uh, it is a, a, an uphill battle because you know you're um, if you don't really have a track record, uh, you know, you don't, uh, no, no one's really going to have uh, much faith in you unless. Um, unless you have some sort of uh, prior relationship with them. But uh, this uh, really gets back into uh, just networking with people and yeah. how valuable that is because uh, there's a lot of uh, investors out there who don't necessarily want to flip houses or rehab properties. They're really um, 
just wants the passive income. And, so and uh, yeah, if they can, um, you know, put, uh, put 50 grand or a hundred grand if they have it, uh, into, uh, a property just as a private lender and, you know, get double digit returns on their investments. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are happy to do that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, uh, one challenge that, uh, we have found out is that we, uh, haven't really, found many people who do have an extra 50 to 100 grand uh, just sitting in the bank, uh, not really working for them. So uh, we've kind of had to uh, get creative on that end too when we're uh, looking for gap uh, lenders. Yeah. And, uh, one way that we've done that is we've just uh, kind of pulled together a lot of uh, funds from various private lenders who, you know, maybe they don't have uh, $50,000, $100,000 that they're looking to invest, but maybe they have uh, 20000 Yes, sitting in a bank or, you know, they have a self-directed IRA. I was going to say that that's kind of like my golden spot is yeah. they might not have it liquid in the bank, but a lot of the, the private lenders that I'm, you know, partnering up with, they have the money in their IRA account that especially the last year or so it's done well in the stock market. So, and they know it's not going to last forever. They really want to park it somewhere a little bit more secure in yeah. real estate. And, uh, and there's not a better place to park it because, you know, they get a promissory note from me. So I owe it to them one way or the other. Plus they get, uh, their name on the, on the note on the deed. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, what we've uh, done with, uh, by cobbling together, like, um, a bunch of private lenders is because you know uh, the hard money lender who they're loaning eighty percent of purchase price, hundred percent of rehab. They have the first lien. Yeah. On the but instead of creating like second, third, fourth, fifth lien positions, because obviously you know <laughs> if uh, if shit hits the fan, you know the person in like third or fourth position, you know they might not get their money back. So yeah. what we what we have done for our current project and the previous project that we were working on is that we just uh, stick everyone together on a single uh, deed of trust that's in second position mm. so called a fractional interest deed of trust. So, uh, you know, it's um, spells out, you know, exactly what percentage uh, yeah. each investor has into the, this uh, pool of funds. So, you know, if God forbid we were to uh, default, you know, the person who's only has like five or ten thousand dollars invested isn't going to get screwed completely. Uh, versus, you know, the person who has you know twenty five thousand invested. So everybody's everybody gets their fractional interest, and you know, everyone gets paid out at the end of the deal. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's worked well for us for. Uh, these last, uh, well, the last deal and the deal that we're working on right now. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, one way to get creative to make sure that everyone uh, is in a secured position because uh, people tend to get a little uh, little nervous when <laughs> first position. When but you're talking about like, fourth, fifth, sixth yeah, position, yeah, it's yeah, like, whoa, yeah. not cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, what if you guys go bankrupt tomorrow? Like, uh, am I getting yeah. my money back? So at least this gives a, a little more security yep. uh, to those investors. I love it because it's a, it's a more creative strategy than not enough people are actually taking a, like, advantage of because yeah. they're just not aware of it. Yeah, so yeah. I love how you got educated on 
how to structure that and to be able to secure your investors. You have, you know, your best intentions with them, which is, you know, you can't ask for anything more. Um, so I'm sure the investors are very excited and happy about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we want to uh, pay our investors back because, uh, th- because then the, that means you know, we've proven ourselves that, you know, we can, we can come through on the deal and, you know, pay, pay you guys a return on your investment. So then, you know, Hey, we have the next deal. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, for me personally, every time I've tried to give the money back to my private investors, they always want to give it right back to me. They're always like, Hey, just hang on to it. Do whatever you got to do. Keep on flipping my money. And, uh, and it's a win-win situation. So it's really awesome. Yeah. So, I guess final question. Um, I, I would really love to know, in your personal opinion, like what has really been able to help you add to your success, as well as, I guess the second part to this is, what do you think would be the biggest like takeaway advice that you could give to any anybody getting started in real estate? Yeah, um, I would say definitely just educate yourself as much as possible like really that's that's the key to to any of this uh especially when it's something that you're new to um you know there's gonna be a lot of uh stumbling blocks along the way and so just keep keep learning just keep consuming as much information as you can handle yeah uh, it's uh admittedly it can be overwhelming at times but you know just uh I guess just realize like uh, the big picture, you know, because a lot of people when they're first starting out in, uh, in real estate investing, you know, you go to uh, the weekend seminar and you're all pumped thinking that, you know, you're going to make a fortune and all you have to do is uh, send out some direct mail and then <laughs> calls are going to start coming in and all that. But, uh, you know, it really, uh, it really takes persistence. So, uh, so just uh, keep educating yourself, uh, stay, uh, stay humble in everything that you're doing because, you know, your success is not going to come overnight. Yeah. I've experienced and a lot of other investors have experienced, you know, it, it takes time. It really does. And uh, it's just uh, really, you know, keep educating yourself, keep building your network. That's uh, a key thing too. Oh, so crucial. Uh, It's that's like uh, next to educating yourself. Like I'd say building your network is the most important thing. Just surrounding yourself with other people who are of a similar mindset, who are, you know, who have that investor mindset, that entrepreneur mindset, who uh, are people who are, uh, who take action in uh, in these areas, like in creating the life that they want for themselves. Yeah. You, know, it's, uh, you never know where it's going to lead. And there's a lot of resources out there. And, you know, maybe a, a connection that you made a, a few months ago or a, a couple years ago, it, you know, maybe at some point that's going to uh, come full circle and uh, you'll be able to connect with uh that connection that you made and somehow you'll be able to uh to work together in some capacity so yeah definitely just keep educating yourself and keep networking with uh with other investors for sure yeah you know i couldn't i couldn't agree more with you um honestly i i've seen you invest in yourself tremendously over and over and the education behind it 
And obviously you and I are in the same mastermind group as well. So, uh, you know, I'm constantly seeing you out and about when it comes down to uh, networking at all the RIA groups, educating yourself, building your, your network of people to let them know what you're doing and seeing how you can add value to them. I think it's tremendous. And overall, I believe a lot of it, that's like, that's a big portion of your success. You know, the education and then just constantly putting yourself out there and, and looking, you know, investing in yourself to, to get more return for, yeah. uh, for your education to be able to help more people. So I think it's awesome. And I highly recommend people to do the same. You know, when I first got started, uh, I was, I was jumping, I was reading all the books I could on real estate, all the YouTube I could get my hands on. And then I was listening to guys like you on podcasts like this. And it really set apart the uneducated aspect. You know, I did it for two years, four hours every single day to really build up that education and which in return helped build a lot of confidence in what I was doing. Yeah. And overall, you can do it in so many different ways. You guys went with fortune builders. It, it was like, it was common sense. Obviously it was right there. Right. Yeah. And, um, and they compiled it all in one for you to make it, you know, even easier, uh, which is awesome. And, you know, I think that has been tremendously, um, in your favor for all the success that you guys have had so far. And I'm super excited to see where you guys are going in the future. What, what do you, you know, what are your goals in the future and how could we add value to you? Oh man, goals in the future. Well, uh, the, primary goal for me right now is to really actually be able to uh, be a full-time investor. Uh, I still, I still have a job. I still, uh, you know, need that. Uh, I'm still at a point in my life where, you know, I still need that uh, paycheck every two weeks. Uh, we're, you know, we're slowly scaling to the point where uh, eventually I am going to take that leap to, uh, to be in the business full-time. Uh, but I mean, that's an immediate, uh, right around the corner, brother. I'm yeah. excited for you. <laughs> that, that's kind of the more immediate, uh, short to mid midterm goal for me. Uh, long-term, um, I really want to, uh, build my passive income portfolio. Like, obviously I know that, uh, that's what you're focusing on right now, but, uh, yeah, just really building that passive income, uh, portfolio to the point where it can completely finance the lifestyle that I want for myself. Yeah. And everything beyond that is just, you know, that's just gravy. That's just the bonus. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's very odd. Like most people start off with either fix and flips or wholesaling or, you know, what have you. Yeah. And I, I randomly just fell in love with the birth strategy and, and started creating that passive income enough to be able to leave my day job. And then, you know, now I'm going the opposite way. I'm flipping. And now, now I'm really going into the fix and flip for more, um, lump sums of cash. Right. But, but dude, I'm, I'm so excited for you. And, uh, and just to see where you and your dad end up taking this business that you guys have created in the near future. It's going to be awesome. I'm super yeah. pumped. Yeah. I I'm excited. Uh, you know, it's, there's only, uh, only bright things ahead. So, you know, I'm oh, yeah. pumped. Yeah. Cool. Kevin. So how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, so uh, I mean, you can always uh, send me an email. Uh, it's uh, just my first name, Kevin at excelhomessandiego.com. That's uh, kind of a mouthful, but uh, yeah, Excel, it's uh, spelled E X C E L. So excelhomessandiego.com. 
So, okay. that, so that's email. Uh, if you want to um, follow me or follow our company on Facebook, it's just uh, Excel Homes, Instagram at Excel underscore homes. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, those are three great ways to get in touch with me. Perfect. Love it. Cool. And uh, if you guys found value in this, I would appreciate it so, so much. If you jumped on uh, iTunes, make sure you subscribe to this, uh, leave a review and send a screenshot of that to me anywhere on social media. Uh, that really just helps promote, you know, iTunes has its own famous little algorithm that helps promote the, the podcast out to more people. And overall, this will just help, you know, break off the limited beliefs that people might have when getting started in real estate investing. So if you could subscribe, leave a review, send a screenshot of that over to me on anywhere on social media. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Instagram, uh, Brandon Elliott Investments on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott, R-E-I. And then uh, my website is brandonelliottinvestments.com. So if, um, if you want to find me on any of those platforms, reach out to me and uh, send a screenshot of you subscribing and leaving a review. And I will send you my book, Action Driven, 100% absolutely free. So you're definitely going to want to get your hands on this. There's been tremendous breakthroughs with a lot of people. Um, just, you know, what I do on a daily basis to really be able to take action and live without regret. A lot of people have got uh, a lot of awesome feedback from it. Otherwise, I can always send you uh, the magazine with, uh, there's tons of real estate investors in here and my article in here, we're talking about how to invest with credit, which is a very unique strategy that Kevin was actually talking about a little bit earlier in the episode, which is really cool and, and uh, not enough people are actually taking advantage of it. So I think it's awesome. That being said, guys, I truly appreciate you guys all for tuning in. Uh, till next time, you guys all stay blessed. Kevin, you're the man. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, Brandon. It was fun. Cool. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliottinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.